Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. today's show today is already I think wait I gotta check because I'm losing track it is the 15th of June I can't believe we're almost to July we were talking about July and March like it was going to be forever to get to it we had the virus going full strong and in the United States actually the virus is going full and even stronger. It's apparently in some states, in a lot of states, it's going up, um, which we all expected because it's going up. But we are hitting the highest numbers we have had. And we're talking about hospital beds in Arizona, hospital beds in Florida. We're talking about things we hoped we wouldn't be, but we didn't take we we started very precautionary, but then we had, a I guess, a countrywide decision that we were going to pretend it wasn't here. And unfortunately, it's here, and it didn't go away in hot weather, and it didn't go away in the summer. So we're dealing with that. Our stock markets are going to drop today quite a bit. They're starting really low, and the world is just figuring itself out right now. I mean, that's really all it's doing. People are trying this and trying that, and we're waiting to see what's happening. And in the meantime, I get a question from Liam on Friday saying, you had a post that said something about sex, like sex and money and and whatever you want. It's not the same without love. And you got more than the usual hits on it. And I said, well, you know, there's a few of them. That's one of them, that when I post those, and there's some I just post them because, you know, there's a new audience every day. And it's funny because a lot of people tell me they come to my page and they never click. They're like little voyeurs. They just come in. And I'm like, well, why don't you let me know you're there? But there's just people who don't want to be in that world of, oh, wow, I think that too. So I it isn't just sex. There's a few of them that, that sell, that go a little deeper than sex. But sex is like that, um, I want to say, the low-hanging fruit on the tree. It's easy. You know, you can sell this with sex. You can sell that with sex. And I have to say, prior to this day and age, it actually sold quite well. And I, I looked up, you know, hey, what's selling this you know they used to put maybe a naked woman or they would give a man an illusion through a car that he would you know be I want to say successful in getting women and maybe even the color of the car or the color of a woman's dress or 
and and we bought into this whole fantasy of what sex is, and then we were left high and dry and disappointed because you know we found out sex isn't those things, but it sells. It gives us the promise. It gives us the hope that we are still vital. So I thought, you know, just for fun, let's talk about yeah, what's up with sex because Christ said something to me it was like pretty early on and he said that sex is not physical and that's why I wanted to do this show because every single thing that we are sold in a picture is that sex is physical. That it's physical. So for many generations, we tried to test ourselves, like, wow, I could just have sex with anybody. Or we could have group sex, or we could have all different kinds of sex, or we could have, you know, crazy sex, or or tie-up sex, or whatever it is. There's names for all that, and I can't remember any of them, but... They exist. And then people found the thresholds got higher. And we found out people use sex through anger and they hurt each other. But it all goes back to sex. Consensual, non-consensual. She said yes. He said no. We were drunk. We didn't even know what happened. So now that we have evolved to almost a different place in our minds, that we have reconciled that sex is not what we were sold. But where did that leave us? Because no one really talks about it. So now the way we sell things is people sell themselves and, you know, we have the selfies and we have women trying to take these great pictures of themselves and posting them and men doing the same thing and everyone now is self-promoting sex. And other people say, hey, you know what? Who can actually sustain that? Who can dress up like that? Who can keep their makeup on like that? Who can?" And so we look at those people as, oh, that's just a whole page of selfies. And now that's even kind of dying down. And then there's groups of people who think the image of sex is being tattooed or the image of sex is is having, you know, artificial breasts and butt or just artificial breasts or whatever. There's a group of people for everybody. And we're trying to come out of this feeling like we're vital people. But the truth is, Sex is not selling like it was. I know this is a great statistic to have, but teen pregnancies are down by 30% right now, if not more by now. And with coronavirus, probably way more, but I'm kidding. But seriously, 30%. Births are down. In most countries, it's not just the U.S. Families are smaller. 
parents may be married, have a child. They may get divorced and get remarried, have maybe one more child. There's a lot of half-brothers and sisters out in our world. What happened? Now we call a really nice-looking car sexy, as though it were human. Now we say a woman that just looks natural and clean is sexy because we're craving real people. And then there's still the image followers, the ones who want the image, who want the whatever comes with that image, that feeling vital and the whole ego side of sex. What happened? We found out that we want to be heard more. You know, it sounds really weird. But we found out that, and my dad used to say this all the time, I wish he were alive for me to go back to him with this. Anyone can have sex, but not anyone can have a relationship. And we're finding out if we have one relationship that works well in our lives, whether it's with our parents, believe it or not, with our siblings, with a friend, with a coworker, just one person that we can physically communicate with. We feel like that's that fills that, I want to say, that emptiness in us. And it's not that we're all becoming asexual because, of course, we're interested in it. Of course, we feel it. Of course, we want it at times in our lives. But the way we view it has changed. And that's why now if we see a picture, I remember Calvin Klein back in the day used to have a lot of, you know, really muscular man and a pretty woman and she'd be laying on a step and he'd be just starting to lay on top of her and the whole image and the whole thing. But then as time went on, we'd find out that that male model was, was gay And we'd look at it as acting, and we no longer bought it. Not that being gay was good or bad, but it was really good-looking, and women want to fantasize about someone, but then they find out that the person isn't someone they can really fantasize about in that way. It's very interesting what has happened to us. We know too much. So I keep going back to Christ. Because I remember when Christ first said that to me, that sex was not physical. I'm like, excuse me? What? It's only physical. You can only have sex. But that's not true. But that's all I knew at the time. I actually went as far as believing sex was love. That how could you actually have sex with somebody and there not be love there? I did not understand because I built the picture in my mind by what I saw through advertising, what I saw through, you know, great relationships. 
And I painted this picture of how that was perfect. I did not understand things like people's baggage. (laughs) I just didn't. I did not understand that someone can have sex with you and still hurt your feelings. And I know I was naive, but I was not exposed to the world. So I walked into the world as an adult in that respect, but I was probably like a a young teenager in my brain. Finding out what sex is not is really our learning curve. So all those ads we started seeing, they no longer captured us. And sex wasn't selling anymore the way it used to. And there's a big factor in here I purposely didn't talk about. And I I hope that in your brain you were thinking of it while I was talking. And that's technology. How many of you remember when the BlackBerry came out, prior to iPhones. We didn't even get to iPhones yet. When the Blackberries came out and people could text on them, like big revelation, right? When those came out, there was a study done and people were asked, and this is just, this is without iPhone, because think, iPhone is a, it's a computer, You walk around, you could do your banking, you could look things up, you could read things. It's your best friend in a way because it's there and it's available and it never says no. You turn it on and you could do whatever you want on it. Prior to that, people were asked if they would rather have their app or whatever it is, your phone at night, or sex. Guess what they chose? Believe it or not. Imagine. Sex lost. Because sex needs to mean something to us. Our our technology meant something to us. It was that dopamine. It was that... We got information. It was that it did the things that we actually want from sex. We want to be connected. We want to feel like we're heard. We want to be, you know, write a comment and have somebody respond to us. We want to feel. And we found out that sex is only as good as who we are engaging with there was another thing Christ said that you can walk out of a room lonelier than you walked in you can walk out of a room lonelier than you walked in if you're not in the right place what we fantasize about We are very clear now, not like before we used to think that fantasy was real. But whatever we fantasize about now, we understand at a conscious level, not at an unconscious level, that that is a fantasy. 
when you can't tell fantasy from reality, there's a different thing going on. But for the most part, we understand what a fantasy is. But it all goes back to the work that Christ keeps talking about over and over and over again. May sell. It's a quick sale. But deeper inside now, we do know better. And we are almost like immune. We've seen so much of it that, and we know that it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. So we target those ads towards men who also can just have fleeting feelings. And women go, oh yeah, well, that's, that's not how it really is. And now as men are more aware, they're starting to say that too. It doesn't mean that sex is bad or good. It's just how it's being used to sell us. Because sex sells and it will always sell. It's just how they're selling it is changing as we are changing. And we are changing. There are good examples of of sex in advertising. I know that sounds, you know, crazy, but it's true. There are good examples. Sometimes for a car, sometimes for whatever fantasy we want to see ourselves in. But we now need more to fulfill us. We need more real things. And it's not even because of sex. It's because there's so little truth that everything we do, if we even watch the news at night, we have to kind of search, fact check, everything. So our brain now is into fact checking stuff. So we're like, oh, is that real? Oh, does that work? Oh, does that? And it goes on and on now in our brains because we have evolved and we want a connection of some kind. Even younger people, they're very, very straight about, oh, well, he's into this, you know, there's all these different kinds and, you know, he's trans or he's bi or he's this. And and I remember even when my daughter was in college and she's 30 now, differentiating what different people are into. And that was a big factor in who they dated. And it would be like these different subsets of people. They'd even have a friend who just didn't want to date. It was a guy. And, oh, he's just not interested. And they, they at first tried to put him in a category, like, oh, he's into this or he's into that. And then they finally just got used to him just being on his own, and he was perfectly happy that way. There were periods in my life where I was happy that way. We ebb and flow. We come and we go. We're not sex machines. There was this fallacy, and I, I just read about it last night, about how women had the perception that no matter what time of day, no matter when, men were always ready for sex. And one of their biggest shocks in a relationship was that that wasn't true. It may have been in the beginning may have been in the beginning, 
But as we get to know each other and we get more comfortable, it becomes maybe less frequent but more meaningful as time goes on. And other times it may just be the quick fix, but you both understand that. But it never involves what we see and how we get there. Or it tries in advertising to sell you that you can get the magic back as though it left. And then it puts it in our heads that the magic has gone. And it never goes. It it grows in form. But it never actually grow, goes away. But we were led to believe that, oh, have you been married for a while? Is sex now stale? Or is, you know... And they bring the spontaneity back into your sex lives as though it left. People who have solid relationships know that. People who aren't sure what to do and are always looking out on the outside to figure out what to do will say, oh, wow, sex has left my relationship. <laughs> and they, we buy it. And then you want to buy whatever they're selling you to bring it back in. as though it did leave. But the bigger news here is Liam saying, well, why why did that get more posts, more likes? And it really didn't. I went through them. Some of them get about the same and some of them don't. But one also got just as many when I said sometimes we just need to know when to be quiet, basically. It's what we resonate with. It's knowing the truth. Christ said we are hardwired to the truth. There has been no other time in my existence that the truth has been more important because there's a lot of gaslighting going on right now in our world. Different narratives, whether they're true or not, are being Put out there. And if you listen to the people who are talking about those non-truths, because you know we all see the same thing and then someone tells us how to think about it. But we are hardwired to the truth. So we're shaking our heads, but we don't even know why. The one thing we can control the one thing we can do is how we feel. We can allow ourselves to feel and question. When religions walked into the bedroom and said, you can't have sex this way and you can't have sex that way, who the heck knows that? But it got in our heads and it made us feel guilty. And part of the taboo of sex is what brought sex to the table in advertising. Like, look, we're going to go there. We're going to talk about this, and nobody else talks about it. So basically, we are your education. The taboo of sex has brought more attention to sex than the sex itself. Oh, we're not supposed to do that. And I'm like, if you watch National Geographic, they never thought of they're not supposed to do that. And if you watch, I know it's going to sound crazy to say this, but animals in the world, there's certain animals that mate and stay together for life. Those are penguins. 
They are a family for life. Whatever partner they have, they have that partner for life instinctively. There's others that once they impregnate the female, they're gone, never to be seen again. There's others where the family may stay intact, animal family may stay intact, but the mother does the hunting. Very interesting to see nature because that's the real us. Only we are family-driven. We are attached to our kids, both mother and father, in different ways, but we are attached. There are things we do need. We do need connection. We do need to feel like we care. We aren't just a series of dates in a red dress with a guy in a red car. We don't have sex laying on stairs. Generally, I guess. A woman isn't an object. She actually can talk. And when she says things, that changes the entire dynamic. We don't lose the love and the enjoyment in our sex lives. They actually get better over time as we get to know someone and trust them. So being sold these things Yet another thing Christ said, there is a lot of money to be made on our insecurities. And that's why sex sells. Because if we are not dating someone or we think we haven't found the one, we're going to pay attention to a woman crawling on top of a sink and putting her face against a mirror in in some kind of lingerie. That's going to do something for us. It's going to make us women want to be that sexy and men to want a woman that sexy or whatever. And it's easy to buy into that. Don't feel secure enough of ourselves. It's just how we are. We are wanting people we have been taught to be insecure not secure we have been taught that if we look like an advertisement we will have a great perfect life we have pressured women into not looking like themselves that only when they're made up they look nice as though you know and i've seen more women in this covid time without makeup, that are celebrities that are now Zooming or and, and they're doing their shows and, you know, their makeup isn't studio makeup and the lighting isn't studio lighting. And I'm like, that is so refreshing. We are utilizing our emotional power now. And we're realizing that's actually very, very alluring and very sexy because we needed to see real. It all goes back to real over and over again. The further we get away from reality and we start chasing our tails, trying to be a pick of who we are as human beings, we are going to get lost. And all of our insecurities are going to come out because we're trying to achieve something that isn't even real. But when it comes to sex, take a deep breath 
people who know who they are are the most sexy people on the face of our earth, and we're all attracted to them for that very reason. We are an amazing species. We are an amazing wealth of knowledge in our own. We come that way, hardwired. And anything that takes us away from that hardwiring is going to bring stress and insecurity, and we can be sold anything. I can talk about this forever, and I only have like 40 seconds left. So I will see you tomorrow, and thank you, Liam, for bringing that up. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.